Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, online at robertsrobinson.com. We'll have 15 days between Chiefs kickoffs, and we're going to wait until Monday night as the rest of the league sorts out everything that's going on here in the early part of the second half of the NFL season. And Thursday night football was certainly a nice result for the Chiefs because I think most Chiefs fans are a little bit more worried about playing the Bengals in the playoffs than the Baltimore Ravens, although the Ravens have looked really good at times this year. On Thursday night, they weren't great. They didn't have to be great because Joe Burrow got knocked out of this game with a wrist injury, and the Bengals lose another one. The game became incredibly boring, and as it got incredibly boring with no Joe Burrow in the game and no hope for Cincinnati to come back, what the entire country was focused in on and what was trending was this game was on Amazon Prime, was Prime host... Carissa Thompson, or sideline reporter Carissa Thompson. She also works at Fox Sports. You know Carissa Thompson. She's been most famous to this point for her work with Fox Sports and her released sex tapes because there's a lot of them. And unlike some other people that haven't released, there didn't seem to be a lot of fight about this. They were clearly hers. She made them herself. They got out. I don't know if it was revenge, porn, or exactly what it was, but it's... It was wild, man. And she never got in any trouble. She never got suspended. It's her personal life. And she never got fired or anything like that. So she's not unaccustomed to controversy or being the center of attention. In fact, uh, it seems like Carissa Thompson likes being the center of attention, which is fine. Carissa Thompson's good at what she does. I have no issues whatsoever with Carissa Thompson and the way she lives her life and what she wants to video and put out there for people to see and not video and put out there for people to see is her business. Not our business, not my business, whatever. But she's trending wildly during this game for something that was completely harmless. And my phone's blowing up. Like, I got all the people in the industry, they're all upset. Everybody's freaking out. All my friends that, can you believe she said this? Can you, I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, what she said, everybody's known for decades. There's there's nothing new here. Maybe the public's hearing something that they didn't know, but it's things, it's something that I knew forever. And a lot of the people that I was texting or saw on Twitter and I was responding to some people, I said, this is disingenuous at best. It's a whole bunch of hoity-toities up on soapboxes claiming they're higher and mightier than they are, and it's completely and utterly absurd. Carissa Thompson appeared on a podcast this week. And on the podcast, she was asked about her job as a sideline reporter, which is sort of where she started before she became more of a host and things of that nature, right? And she said, oh, well, you know, It's a goofy business being the sideline reporter. You're down there, and at halftime, you try to get the coach. You know, it's it's prearranged that the coach, if he has 30 seconds, is going to say, hey, here's what we're going to work on in the second half. And then you go back out on the field, and when the teams are back out on the field, Al Michaels throws it down to you just before kickoff. Let's go down to Carissa. And Carissa takes 20 seconds and says, well, the Chiefs tonight, Andy Reid said, they're not getting enough pressure here on Jalen Hurts, and they've got to step up the pressure on Hurts. He's got too much time standing in the pocket. The secondary is doing a nice job covering, but they got to get more pressure. They want to run the ball more effectively. They only had 13 yards rushing in the first half, and they just have to bring more physicality and desire and want to to this game. You've seen that report a thousand times, have you not? Have you ever once heard a sideline reporter at halftime, either just before or just after the half, say something that you thought was journalism? Ever. Once. No, the answer is no. The answer is no. Every one of those reports is identical. Let me tell you what it really is. It is big time 
multi-billion dollar entertainment where they love hot, sexy women on the field that if they do porn on the side or, or do a bunch of crazy videos and they sneak out and dudes are fawning all over themselves to see Carissa Thompson do what she does on video naked, they're thrilled to see it. They want you to watch. They want you to see that woman and be attracted to her. And by the way, it's the same thing with the male sideline reporters. The one dude on CBS, I forget, Evan Washburn, whatever, dressed to the nines, looks good. They throw it down to Evan Washburn. The women love him. He's a good-looking young dude. It's the same thing. It's eye candy. You're on camera. Al Michaels isn't on camera very much. Neither is Jim Nance. They want you to see the pretty young people down on the sidelines. It's entertainment, for God's sake. It is not journalism. When you're watching an NFL game, what you're watching is a multi-billion dollar corporation paying a billion dollars to the NFL to have the right to show their product as entertainment to America. Television is entertainment. To show the entertainment in the fashion that they deem best to get the best ratings they can to make their money back. And they are partners with the NFL. The access for the announcers the day before where they sit down with the coaches, the production crew, the stories they tell them behind the scenes, all the access is paid for. That isn't journalism. The sideline reporter's access to the coach on the field is paid for. That isn't journalism. I was part of this. I interviewed Alex Smith for five or six years as a partner of the Chiefs. Our company signed a partnership with the Chiefs. What it involved for us, what was it? We bought a suite at Arrowhead. And for buying a suite, we got to do the Mitch Holtis show on Monday nights. I got Alex Smith on every Thursday and we got a couple of other sales opportunities where we could sell these advertising packages or things and do this programming and get our sweet money back and then say we're official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Sitting down with Alex Smith and the PR director sitting next to you for an interview that you're getting access to that nobody else gets because you have a financial arrangement with a team is not journalism. If something happened unseemly in one of those interviews, the Chiefs would easily call back to the station and say, this has got to be pulled. Don't air this. We don't want that aired. He said something today we want pulled. And my partners wouldn't have stood with me. They'd have have taken the 12 seconds out or whatever. It ain't journalism. So Carissa Thompson does a podcast, and she says, and the whole world melts down on this. She goes, yeah, sometimes you just got to make up the halftime report. And the host is like, what? She goes, well, sometimes you don't see the coach. He's not out in time. He doesn't come out of the locker room in time for me to do my 20 seconds on camera, and I'll just revert back to what they said pregame. Got to stop the run. We need more pressure on the quarterback. We got to not turn it over. We have to play with intensity because, you know, they basically told us that in the meeting the day before. So I'd regurgitate that. I'd make it up and say, this is what they're saying they got to do, which they had said. He just didn't say it right then. Oh, my God, the other sideline reporters just go after her that you made this up. You can't. What is she supposed to say? Well, thanks for throwing it down here, Al. The coach stiffed me. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. And so I don't know what the heck they're going to do in the second half. Do you really think they're going to do that? And do you think they're going to throw the coach under the bus for stiffing them? No, it isn't journalism. It's entertainment television. It's paid for. It's bought and sold. This is not journalism. So we get Tracy Wolfson who goes crazy. Tracy Wolfson's the one who goes on Twitter all the time and reviews like pizza in airports where she travels on the road with CBS. She went crazy. Michelle Tafoy, I love Michelle Tafoy. She's a great conservative. She basically got out of NBC Sports because NBC's too liberal. 
That whole broadcast team was conservative. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, Michelle Tafoya, all conservatives on an uber-liberal network, and it, it wound up breaking the whole thing up, as we've now seen. Collinsworth is still there, but Michaels left, Tafoya left. They just they, they couldn't handle it, okay? Don't tell me that NBC didn't tell Michelle Tafoya what she could or couldn't say. If she can honestly go on Twitter and say, my network never once told me what I could or couldn't say, then I'll listen to her. But she was blasting Carissa Thompson. And it's all fake. You're taking orders from people that are partners with the NFL. Then we get Rachel Bonetta on Thursday, who goes to Twitter. And I, she, it starts out fine because I'm with her. She's like, I'm really not going to blast Carissa for what she did. And so I'm cool with Rachel Bonetta at first. She works for, get this, NFL Network. NFL Network is owned by the 32 NFL owners. You work for the NFL. That's not journalism. It's like saying the White House spokesperson is a journalist. It's not journalism. This whole thing is a complete and utter farce and a joke. I'm going to play a clip from Rachel Bonetta because I'm with her in the beginning. And then and then she just completely goes off the rails and is wrong. Listen to this. Being a sideline reporter is a really tough gig. You are prepping all week long. You're interviewing coaches. You're interviewing players. And then when it comes time to game game day, you're really only getting like two or three minutes of airtime out of an entire broadcast. Um, and when you're starting, you know, you obviously don't really get a lot of opportunities. I really don't blame Carissa for making up something like, <laughs> yeah, the coach says we got to be better on defense. Um, I feel like a valuable conversation that we all could have had today is like, why aren't women in sports taken seriously? Why do coaches not want to talk to us when we go into halftime? Why can't they let us do our jobs? Why did somebody like Carissa have to make up a story instead of like being able to have a, you know, respectable conversation with the coach? We could have talked about that. But instead, all these sideline reporters have just dragged this woman through the mud so much so that it's five o'clock on the West Coast, West Coast and her name is still trending on Twitter. I don't know why we had to do that. Feels kind of gross, like we missed the mark. Feel like we could have had a better conversation today. Okay, so her support for Carissa is correct, I think. She's right, but she's right for the wrong reasons. This is not a really tough gig. Rachel Bonetta says being a sideline reporter is a really tough gig because she has to study two teams all week long? She, she whoa, whoa, whoa. You got all week. Kevin Harlan's out there doing five games in a week. And he's the play-by-play guy on the air for three hours. You get, as her complaint is duly noted, only two or three minutes of airtime. People in broadcasting want lots of airtime. That's what they want. They count airtime. I was never a count airtime guy. It didn't matter that much to me. I got out of television because I didn't have an, I couldn't say enough in television. So when I got on the radio, I had plenty to say and plenty of time to say it, but I didn't really care if I was sharing time with somebody else on the air. I was still going to get to say what I wanted. She says she's got a really tough gig. She only gets two or three minutes worth of airtime, and she wonders why aren't women in sports taken seriously? Now, I've covered this league since 1985. I have covered the NFL. Rachel, nobody in sports media are taken seriously by the NFL. They don't want to talk to you. Coaches want everything with their football team to stay in-house. They don't want to tell you anything. And half the stuff they're going to tell you because the league is getting paid or you work for NFL Network and they have to tell you something, half the stuff they tell you is for the other team's coach to hear. They're playing games. They're not telling you the truth. Classic example. What's Lance Leipold doing with his quarterback position this week? It was going to be Ballard. 
then it's Bean, and now we have videos that Jalen Daniels is is healthy. I I, I I don't understand any of it. He wants everybody to see it. He wants confusion. There's no journalism to be had. The people that know what's going on, as Stan Weber said on yesterday's podcast, are inside the Kansas program and only inside the Kansas program. Not even Brian Haney, the broadcast announcer or whatever, knows what's going to happen with the quarterback Saturday. It's the way they want it. So to turn this into why aren't women in sports taking seriously is absurd. You don't think Evan Washburn has been stiffed by a coach and had to do a report? I'm telling you, every single one of these people that's blasting Carissa Thompson, they're blasting her because she told the freaking truth. They've all done it. I promise you, they've all had situations on the sidelines where they had to do a report without speaking to someone. And they made something up. But they're not really making anything up. Carissa Thompson didn't make anything up. Carissa Thompson said the stuff that they had said the day before about the game. We got to stop the run. We got to pressure the quarterback. We got to not turn it over. These reports are useless. We know they're useless. The only thing they're good for is in-game if somebody gets hurt. The trainer will come over and say something to the network announcer. And by the way, that's not journalism either because your company is paying them to exclusively give you the information. The journalists are up in the press box and they don't get any of it because they weren't paying for the information. This is a joke. This whole story is a farce and it's driving me absolutely crazy that people can't tell the truth. Oh, I love Carissa Thompson. She told the truth. She clearly doesn't care what the world thinks of her. I, I love that about her. I love it. She gives two Fs about anybody or anything good for Carissa Thompson. To me, that separates her from all of them. Nude videos all over the internet, she don't care. She's proud of her body, I'm sure. All this controversy and stuff around her, she doesn't care. I went and gave a sideline report after not talking to the coach and repeated what he had said the day before, and you're going to blast me because I just made that up. Hey, here's what they got to do. The coach says they got to do in the second half. Well, he said it. He just said it yesterday. You're just making it sound like he just told you. Come on. This is entertainment. This is a ridiculous topic. It's an absolutely ridiculous topic. People need to get over themselves. KKHI is brought to you by Cross Kitchens KC, online at crosskitchenskc.com. Uh, anytime this weekend, if you're listening to the podcast, you've been thinking about a remodel, I'm telling you now is the best time to call Tim or Brittany Cross at Cross Kitchens and set up an appointment. Take a look at your schedule, have them out to your house. You're going to have some time off around the holidays. You're going to be home and have them out and say, listen, here's what we'd like to do. We're looking for some new countertop ideas, or we want to restain our cabinets. We've got the old, you know, wood color ones from 15 or 20 years ago, and maybe we'd like to go with white and change those around. They can do all that for you, and they can do it at a low cost. They have some financing options available for you if you need that, and they're offering free countertops, free granite countertops with qualifying projects. So make this call this weekend. Make it. You've been thinking about it. Make it. Make your wife really happy this holiday season and say, sweetie, let's freshen up this house a little bit. You can do a little bit or a lot. 816-898-7047. Online at crosskitchenskc.com. Ticketsforless.com has a pre-Black Friday savings. This is new. Now, you know the promo code is always KKHI, but for the next few days, they have a Black Friday promo code that's going to save you 10% flat out on your order. If you want to go to Lawrence Saturday night, Columbia Saturday night, or Arrowhead on Monday night, or any event that's out there in the future, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, a concert, anything, like they've announced concerts for next year already, anything you purchase right now at ticketsforless.com, the next four days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, 
pre-Black Friday discount of 10%, plus you're entered for a chance to win a $250 gift card. Now listen carefully. This is the important part. It's a different promo code. BF doesn't stand for best friend. It stands for Black Friday. Our year is 2023. There is only one Black Friday in 2023. This is the pre-Black Friday sale. Your promo code is BF23. Black Friday 23, BF23 at ticketsforless.com. And it's time to schedule an appointment with Dr. Bill Bush at North Kansas City Dental. I'll be going back in in December, get a couple of uh, fillings changed out, the old metal ones for the better new ones. Looking forward to that. Dr. Bush is always fun and interesting to go see. Team Smiles had a wonderful event Tuesday night at Arrowhead Stadium with the Chiefs, another fundraiser for Team Smiles where they provide dental care for kids that can't get it all over the country. Tens of thousands of kids receive treatment from this. Team Smiles right here in Kansas City, based right here in KC, Dr. Bill Bush, and all of the folks with Team Smiles do such great work, not just in Kansas City, but all around the country. Another winning event on Tuesday night, Dr. Bush and his team raising money for Team Smiles with the Chiefs. We love that. NorthKansasCityDental.com. How about those Missouri Tigers on Thursday night? They were down 20 in basketball with 11.25 to go. Is this just going to be one of those years at Missouri? where everything that was ever so Missouri just turns around and is not so Missouri. Like they make 61-yard field goals to win games. They, they have the punter throw a pass to completely turn around a game. They trail at Minnesota in college basketball with 11 minutes to go, 59-39, to 39 and win. <laughs> this is the most un-Mizzou-like fall ever. I love it. I'm so happy for everyone that's a Tiger fan. It's so solid. 31-9 run last night for the Tigers to move to 3-1. and one. Look, they got some issues. Missouri's not a perfect basketball team. They're not. They get, this is one of those teams you look at and you go, okay, they can be really good. They got work to do. They're not polished yet. You don't get down 20 with 11 minutes to go, and you're a polished, finished product. Nick Honor then scored the next 10 points for Missouri after they were down 20. But get this. Missouri forced 16 turnovers in this game, and over the last 11 minutes and 25 seconds of the game, the Tigers only surrendered nine points. Minnesota had 59 points with 11.25 to go and finished with 68. And Missouri wins at 70 to 68. It's almost always like this in college basketball. When you're down big and you win, it's because the other team doesn't score. And usually that means your defense was great. Rarely is it just missing wide open shots and bunnies. That's not a thing. So it was awesome to see Missouri locked down. Those 16 turnovers were big and giving up nine points in the last 11-25. That's going to win for you every time. It's hard to lose a college basketball game when your defense holds the opponent, especially on the road, to nine points in the last 11 minutes and 25 seconds. Wonderful win for the Missouri Tigers. We never do women's college basketball here, but it is a national story today. Kansas State went on the road to Iowa City and beat number two Iowa and Caitlin Clark. 65-58. This was the stunner of stunners. Apparently, Kansas State's pretty good at women's college basketball this year as they beat Iowa, and it, it's just a stunning result. I'm no expert on women's college basketball, but I saw the ratings of what they had at the end last year. It was LSU and Iowa, right? And this Caitlin Clark is phenomenal. She's really great, and they held her at bay. She was like 9 out of 30-something shootings. So they guarded her and did what they had to do, and Kansas State got a win, and that's a really big deal. It's, it ties for the best win in K-State women's history. They beat another number two team, I guess, in the 80s. 
but it, it's become a national story. When Iowa loses a college women's basketball game, it's a story. And Kansas State was the team that won, and it was on the road. It wasn't in Manhattan, so good win right there. A couple of documentaries coming your way that you're going to want to watch. There's a George Brett documentary called Brett on MLB Network that I believe begins December 7th on MLB Network, and it looks fantastic. It's about his career. It's not just about the Pine Tar game, but clearly the Pine Tar game will be part of this. It's about George Brett's career, and I can't wait to watch it. He was my childhood hero. George Brett documentary debuting on MLB Network on December 7th. There's another one on ESPN Plus coming soon called Werewolf. W-H-E-R-E, where, like, where is the wolf? Werewolf, the search for Chief Saholic. That's right, Javier Babudar, the bank robber that was the chief superfan, is the subject of an ESPN Plus documentary that's coming out soon. Babadar is headed to jail for quite some time. He's a, to this, well, he carried a gun, so I guess you're a violent criminal by nature, but he's never used it. He doesn't seem like a violent guy. If he has good behavior and stuff, I don't know when he can get out, but it, he robbed several banks. He's going to be in for quite a while. But it seems to me like this man still has a chance to live a normal life. That is, if you can live a normal life as a super fan. I've always thought in order to be a super fan, you got to be just a little bit off kilter. It's one thing to really love your team. It's another to wear a costume and be a super fan. Uh, Werewolf, the search for Chiefsaholic is coming to ESPN+. Now, if I could do a documentary, mine would be very simple. The documentary that I would like to see is a documentary on Hal McRae's famous outburst where he hit Alan Eskew with a pen and pencil set holder he threw across the room and bloodied his face in a rampage over questioning after Royals have lost a baseball game, swinging a jug of gin in his hand. There was only one photographer there that night that caught it on video. There was a very small gaggle of reporters. I was not there. I covered the Royals a lot in those days. It was, it was like a weeknight game. The game was late. There was a couple of riders from the star. One camera, again, I think it was maybe from Channel 9 or something. I'd like to find the photographer who shot the famous video. I'd like to interview Hal McRae. I'd like to find out what the, they went to dinner together with the writer, I guess, in Baltimore. He bought him crab cakes or something. If it happened today, there would be a tremendous lawsuit and millions of dollars would trade hands. And I thought at the time he should have sued the Royals in some way. In those days, there was booze everywhere in the locker room. Players got drunk in the locker room after the game. Hal McRae was already a glass or two into the gin after the game when he did this. This would be the greatest documentary ever. It was a short incident. It was only a couple of minutes long, but it is absolutely documentary worthy. Completely and totally documentary worthy. That's the one I'd like to see is the Hal McRae outburst documentary on 30 for 30 or something similar. Hey, we got a nut job here in Kansas City, a guy named Hartzell Gray, who I've not met. He's in radio. He is a wild progressive activist that is on an alternative rock station here. I don't know which one. He's a DJ. His name is Hartzell Gray, but he's mostly well-known for being the in-game cheerleader at Sporting Kansas City games. You know, soccer is incredibly liberal and progressive. The entire culture around soccer is liberal and progressive and socialist, which is weird because Sporting Kansas City is run by conservatives. <laughs> Again, whatever. Um... He's your in-game performer. He's the guy with the microphone that entertains you in-game. Hartzell Gray. Hartzell Gray has taken to X and blasted Israel for killing 5,000 children and ethnic cleansing and all of the problems with Israelis. It's anti-Semitism. It's Jewish hate. 
It is despicable. It's vile. It's gross. What is Sporting Kansas City going to do with Hartzell Gray? He's choosing sides, and he's choosing Hamas. What you going to do in really white Kansas City? I, this is going to be interesting to see what happens with the Hartzell Gray. Now, the party of war, which is, I think we just ought to call that. We, we should stop calling the Democrats. I think, I think Trump should never say the word Democrat through the entire election. I should say party of war nominee Joe Biden. Party of war, party of war, party of war. I think that's war party. Dem party, war party, war party candidates. That's what they should say. War party candidates. Trump was the most anti-war president we've ever had. War party poll. They polled members of the war party. These are voters of the war party. And they're 50-50 split in America. Democrat voters are split half and half. They don't know who to root for. The terrorists that took down 9-11, the buildings on 9-11, or the Jewish people that we killed, that we uh, lost millions of our own soldiers in World War II freeing from the millions of them that were killed by the Nazis. I mean, I've just been listening to the War Party candidates all say Nazis are bad and that conservatives are Nazis. They get the Jewish vote for some reason, and now the War Party is split 50-50 in national poll. Democrat voters are half and half on this issue. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But if that's true, watch the exodus from that party of the Jewish vote. And you know what? Watch the exodus from that party of non-Jewish vote, Christians. Christian Democrats look at this and go, I don't want to be in a party with Hamas and Palestinians. Wow, that's a shocking poll, is it not? Crazy. Um, that, That's a sport. Was that a sports story? Does that count as a sports story? Because I want to end with a non-sports story before we get to Lee Sterling. One more sports story. Okay, Las Vegas Grand Prix is this weekend. This is Formula One racing in Vegas. $500 million to build the track and hold this race. $500 million in Las Vegas. They began practice on Thursday, and nine minutes into the first practice, a driver hit a water valve cover on a street on the Strip, which is where the race is, right down the Strip, that completely shattered his chassis and did like a million dollars worth of damage on this car. They said it's unacceptable. They shut down practice nine minutes in. Las Vegas got nine minutes in to Formula One racing on the strip in Las Vegas before somebody hit a water valve cover on the street. I used to do water valve covers. That was my job in the summer at the water department. I worked for water district number one. My job was to take a jackhammer, loosen the asphalt around the the valve cover. The valve covers would twist up You twist them up, take the top part out, you mark it with a flag, and when the asphalt crew came through, they would put the new asphalt down right over the water valve, and I would run out on that hot asphalt, and I would dig out the asphalt around the water valve and screw the rest of it down in there, fill the top, and put the the asphalt around it, and then they would finish the job. That was my job. It It was hard work. It wasn't sideline reporting. My feet burned like you can't believe, in boots on that asphalt. It was, it was great work for me because it taught me I don't want to do this the rest of my life. So I know a thing or two about water valve covers on streets, and I can't believe this happened in Las Vegas. It just is inexcusable. And people in Formula One are like, this is inexcusable. We're seeing weird things in sports we've never seen before. Did you see the drone last night in Baltimore? The dr- there was a drone over the stadium that stopped the game. I, 
I guess somebody out in the parking lot was running it. We're going to get more and more technology. We're going to get to a point where you can fly a drone over a stadium and be 100 miles away. Or sitting in your basement in Montana in a cave somewhere and flying a little drone over a stadium. I don't know how we're going to stop these things. We're going to have to shoot them down. So we're going to have to do eventually. I'm looking at it going, well, that's scary. Luckily, it was just some guy playing a prank, wanting to see the game on his drone. But do you know what a drone can do at a football game? We're, we're not, there are so many things we're not prepared for. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix was not prepared for a valve cover. They're going to be fine. They've fixed it. They've inspected the whole track. The race is Saturday night. I think it's on ESPN late night, like eight, like 1030 at night or something, 930 Saturday night. The Las Vegas Grand Prix, it's going to be a spectacle. They want to run this thing at night because the strip is so cool at night. I think that's going to be awesome. And finally, before we get to Lee, the new KCI has been ranked by Wall Street Journal in the midsize airport category. So all the biggies are out. Midsize city airport. This is in America. American midsize cities, of which there's what? 40? 40 midsize cities, we'll say. 30, 20 major, 30 or 40 midsize, and then the rest are small airports. Where does K- the new KCI rank out of them, midsize airports? They ranked 20, by the way. Wall Street Journal ranks Kansas City number 13, one slot ahead of St. Louis. What? They're citing maintenance problems already? We built an airport we're not taking care of. I've seen that. The, 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 you know, if they could hire those quick trip workers to keep the concrete clean in the parking lot and such at quick trip and do that with the sidewalks outside KCI, that'd be great. There's already gum everywhere and oil and, oh, it's gross. It's gross. They don't even try to clean KCI. They don't even try. Scuff marks on the floors. They don't even try to keep it clean. They're bad. Kansas City's bad at this. Bad at this. That's not so awful, though because I'm not going to be licking my boots. So a little dirty ground never hurt anybody. Wall Street Journal cites wasted space for art and shops that nobody uses. There are no long layovers in this airport. And using all that space for art creates longer walks for people. And the people movers, those little conveyor belts, are frequently broken. Ouch! Brand new airport. Number 13 among midsize airports. All right, Lee Sterling is going to join us with the picks. Brought to you by Finch Knife Company online at finchknifeco.com. Here is your Christmas item. What a great thing to get your dad, your son, your friend, your coworker a Finch pocket knife from finchknifeco.com or order 10, 20, 50 of these knives for all your clients and put your company logo on it. They will laser engrave your company logo or your family's name, anything. On the, on the blade of a Finch pocket knife. It's a really cool deal that only people in Kansas City really have access to, to be honest. They're just such, they're, they're so great with our local listeners. Like if you live out of town and you want to order it from them, they'll ship them to you and you'll all be good. But this is really a cool thing. Finchknifeco.com. Keep life from getting dull. Advantage Termite and Pest Control is now taking new customers for 2024 for annual pest control. And your first lawn maintenance treatment is winterization. They'll do that for you and start you up for 2024 and do all your lawn maintenance for you if you'd like them to. Fertilizer, you know, all the stuff that I don't know how to do. I, I cut my own grass, man. I love doing it and weed eating, all that stuff, edging. I love doing that. But you always need somebody good to help you take care of your lawn. Advantage Termite and Pest Control does that all in one payment. They'll bundle it all with your pest control. 913-768-8989, online at advantagetpc.com. 
and Dr. Kip Van Camp at IdealHealthKC.com, located in Shawnee at K7 and Shawnee Mission Parkway. Use your body's own tissue and blood to make you feel better. If you've been told to take pills and take shots from other doctors, give this a try. It doesn't hurt anything to sit down with Dr. Van Camp and say, here's what ails me. I've got this shoulder. I've got this pain. I can't get rid of it. Nothing has worked. Can you help me? And there's a chance he can with regenerative medicine. This is the future of medicine, and it's available right here. Dr. Van Camp has written all kinds of national studies in multiple journals. He's been doing this for 13 years now. He's been doing this. He's on the very cutting edge. IdealHealthKC.com, 913-745-5300. All right, let's get some picks. Lee Sterling is going to give you seven plays this weekend for $17, and he's going to give us all our picks. KUK State, Missouri, Florida, Chiefs, Eagles, it's all right now on KKHI. Hit it. The KK Has Issues Conversation is presented by Buck Roofing, online at rbuckroofing.com. Sleep well knowing Buck Roofing fixed the roof over your head. Time to say hello to the Sultan of South Beach, Lee Sterling, with us for another big weekend of selections in football and more. And he's got his $17 special back this week. He's lost his mind is what he's done. He's, see, my buddy Lee is really excited about Thanksgiving and spending time with his family in New York and doing all kinds of fun stuff. So he's giving away the ranch this weekend for 17 bucks. Hello, Lee. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Anyone wants to you know, have some fun Thursday or Friday? All four sports, football, basketball, hockey, and UFC, 17 bucks. Normally, it's 77 to 97 bucks. You want to try us out for one day. Let's say you've never been a client. Great chance. You're just getting into gambling or want to try someone new, having some trouble on your own or looking for a different way to approach it and hopefully win. Seven selections, $17. Or let's say you were a client in the past and jumped off for some reason. Or maybe you're with us for one sport and want to try out the other sports. Seven selections, all four sports, $17. And then... Once you win on Saturday, uh, hop on board for, we don't call it November, November. Everything we've got in football rated from 10 to 50 units through November 30th, just $157, ParamountSports.com. That's awesome. ParamountSports.com, the location, the place to go. And it is on this weekend. Before we start talking about the picks, how about the Chiefs and your Dolphins last week taking the week off and the rest of the AFC just giving a big old smooch on the cheek? I mean, the rest of the conference yeah. just kind of fell apart. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I just I just think that this is <laughs> the craziest year. This might be one of those years where we have a couple overtime games in the playoffs. There's just so much parity. I mean, do I still think there's maybe only maybe six, seven teams that can win the Super Bowl? Yeah, but it's crazy. I mean, it, there's the, the talent. There's so much talent all all over for it with every team. Well, if you're playing, if you're in the playoff hunt in the AFC, it was a good week to take a week off. And the Chiefs and the Dolphins yeah, benefited yeah. from that. They just sat back and enjoyed and watched the Ravens lose and the Bengals lose, yeah. and there was just losses everywhere. So that was pretty cool stuff. All right, let's jump in yep. on some picks, and and it's going to be a fun weekend. we got an awful lot of college football, a lot of pro football here as we're heading into the holidays. Let's start yep. in the messy, and I mean messy, Big 12, where they're literally changing the tiebreaker rules in the middle of the season because they don't like the way it looks. I don't know if you're aware of what's going on in the Big 12, but they're changing the rules 
right now, this week, before play starts. <laughs> it's set up to benefit Oklahoma State. Now, it's pretty hard to argue. Right. Oklahoma State beat OU and K-State. So they're talking about a three-way tiebreaker right. between those two, which Oklahoma State would not have won under the rules. K-State would have won that. And so they're changing the rules. Oklahoma State is playing Houston this week. Hey, two games to go for all these teams. Anything could happen. It's too early to worry too much about tiebreakers. But the Cowboys were just dreadful last week, and now they play Houston. What do you think? So if they lose that game this weekend, don't even have to worry about that. So this is a conference game here, and Houston's just so up and down. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously Oklahoma State had the worst performance of the year last week. Now, Oklahoma State's got to travel on the road again, got to face an opponent they haven't faced, another team coming off of a loss, and this team likes to throw a lot of screen passes. They, Whenever they lose, they seem to play their best game the next week. So I think it's tough. I think you take the points here. I just don't think this Oklahoma State team is great. I mean, we talked about talent. They don't have a whole lot of talent. They played probably to the best of their abilities for a couple weeks, but I think it's over now. I like Houston outright here, mm. 31-27. Ooh, I'll take all of that I yep. can get. Let's go to get to work on that one. I yep. I got my eyes on this Texas at Iowa State game because I don't think – I mean, the Longhorns are good. I know they're mm. good. And they're still qual- possibly the playoff outsider, could win the Big 12, do all these different things. I don't know. There's something about this game that just looks like a trap to me and, and, and could be really hard for Texas to win. They're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at Ames. Everyone's betting Iowa State. Now, the loss to Jonathan Brooks is huge, but how about this? He wasn't expected to even be the starter to start the year. They thought it was going to be C.J. Baxter or Jaden Blue, so they have a whole lot of depth. I love playing quarterbacks the second game back here. Quinn Ewers looked you know, decent the first game back. I think he'll look even better here. I know it's at night. I know Iowa State's had their number here, but you get inside the 20. Same problem that Kansas State have. They don't have that go-to receiver, yeah. someone that can get some separation, make a big catch here, and it ended up costing Kansas State, and I think that might be the difference here. Once you get inside the 20, um, those windows to throw to, they are certainly much, much tighter here. And Texas, they just have guys that you know, get the ball running or receiving. They can break a tackle and go the distance here. I like Texas here. I think they win and cover 31-21. Man, you, I think you could absolutely be right. I, yeah, I, I always do these matchup things. Like, if Kansas went to Ames and dominated in a night game, then Texas should be able to do that. You just, you know. Right. Well, you can't tell when you're watching a game if the team really is having a bad night or if they're just not as good right. as you think they are. So, we'll see. Sunflower Showdown in Lawrence Saturday night. Looks like Jason Bean is going to play. They say he's practicing now and should play after a bizarre game last week for the Jayhawks. Kansas State is an eight-point favorite. I don't know what happens if the line moves on Saturday. Should you jump on this now? If Bean's going to play, does that bring it down? I, I, I don't I don't know what's going to happen in this one. What do you think about KUK State? I think the line, if anything, will come down some. So if you like Kansas State like I do, you play it now uh, for a little bit, and then you can wait, and, and then if it uh, drops down to seven, six and a half, you can come over, over the top and play it even bigger. If Jason Bean plays, he could go out in one play. I mean, he didn't look great in a couple series he was in. So if they have to play Ballard again, I think they're in big trouble. I thought their play calling was poor. I think Kansas State's figured it out all three different ways, offense, defense, and special teams. And their coordinators know their talent well. 
They really scout the opponent here. And, uh, you know, it's not like, you know, Kansas fans, if they fall behind, not like they're going to hang around here. I like Kansas State. They've owned Kansas. I think they do it again here, 41-24. All right, next up, the Missouri Tigers at home against Florida. They're big favorites. Boy, Mizzou has it rolling as they're trying to get to 10-2. and And if it were a year later, Missouri would be in the discussion for a 12-team playoff. They are playing great, man. Does Florida have any chance in this one? It's going to be tough. You talk about a a defense just totally giving up. They've given up at least 39 points in each of the last four games. And one of those opponents was Arkansas, which is not a big score. So this Missouri team's figured it out. All of a sudden, they have a running game. That was their question mark, I thought, going into the year. Cody Schrader, 205 rushing yards last week against Tennessee, over 1,100 rushing yards on the season. This has been a chalk series. Five and two against the spread. Gators, talk about going on the road. They are horrific. Six and 15 against the spread. This is a team sitting at uh, five wins. They're not going to get to six here. Missouri, blowout special, 40 to 17. Love it. On to the NFL. And let's talk about Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Boy, Cleveland's got a nice looking football team if they get some decent quarterback play. What do you think? They play the Steelers. That's a big if. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, the problem is when you're playing a team like Pittsburgh, can't turn the ball over. They understand themselves. They know what they are all about. They play within themselves. And Cleveland, not so fast. So uh, this uh, team here, I, I mean, <laughs> they just don't. They, they, the, Kevin Svonsky is not one of the better strategic coaches here. Uh, this Pittsburgh team, offensive line, finally starting to come around here. Cleveland, they came back from a 15-point deficit, which is amazing. But now I think it's settled in. They're not going anywhere. They're not making a run with PTR quarterback uh, without Watson. So um, I just like the coaching staff much better for Pittsburgh. I like their defense as far as getting takeaways on a consistent basis. I I think the wrong team's favored. I think Pittsburgh wins this game here 17-13. All right. Uh, yeah, it's going to be probably a low-scoring game. I like that. The Chiefs and the Eagles, and it doesn't – I mean, this people say this is a game of the year. It's a Super Bowl rematch. These are the two best records in the league playing against each other. All those things are true, but it's it's gotten strange in the NFL. When it's not in your conference, it doesn't seem to matter as much. I mean, there just isn't as much on the line because it's not a conference game, but uh, Chiefs and Eagles should be a hell of a ride on Monday night, shouldn't it? It should, and – just, I like Kansas City here. I think the Eagles lost 17% of their passing game with Dallas Goddard. They're tied in, suffering that broken arm. What he does is he makes it so you can't double cover both those receivers on the outside when he's in. Now that he's gone, they can play a lot of too high safety here, not be worried about the middle of the field. Eagles, <laughs> how about this? Fourth most passing yards they've surrendered their defense. Their DBs just do not make plays on the ball here. On top of that, go back to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts should have thrown three interceptions. And Patrick Mahomes throws three touchdown passes pretty much on one leg. So I just think this defense for Kansas City, it's not the best in the NFL, top two or top three. Held Miami scoreless for a half. Held them to the season low in points, 14 and passing yards, 175. I think they get it done again. I like Kansas City at home with a better coaching staff. Home field advantage, 31-21.
All right, your free play of the week for the next 10 callers at 800-400-9741. Lee will give you Oklahoma BYU. It's the free play of the week, 800-400-9741. Something has caught your eye between the Sooners and BYU. Yep, uh, we're going to find out if OU rolls or can BYU keep it close. You want to get this game for free, be one of the first 10 callers, 800-400-9741, 800-400-9741, first 10 callers. And like I said, it's normally 97 87 or $77 for one day all access pass. All four sports today, only $17. That's right, 17 bucks gets you seven plays across football, basketball, hockey, and our top USC play, which is a huge underdog. You get it one place, ParamountSports.com. 17 bucks, boys, and you're in this weekend for an awful lot of fun. Let's go get them in every single sport. I love that UFC thing as well, especially if he's got a big uh, big money line on it for an underdog. It could hit. That'd be a great thing. Seven for 17, ParamountSports.com. Lee, thank you so much. Okay, thanks, Kevin. All right, take care. There's Lee Sterling. Next week, Lee will be on on Wednesday, on the podcast on Wednesday, because Thanksgiving is Thursday. And he's headed to New York to spend all his time with his family and have a great run up there. It's going to be a a pretty cool setup, I know, for my guy, Lee. We appreciate him being on. It is brought to you by Window World, simply the best for less. For a free analysis and estimate, 0% financing, and American-made siding, windows, and doors, call Window World at 816-799-0820. Online at windowskansascity.com, the official windows of the Kansas City Chiefs. By the way, the Chiefs playing Monday night. You want to go to the game? Ticketsforless.com. Ticketsforless.com. Your promo code is KKHI. College football, Saturday in Lawrence and Columbia. Chiefs, Monday night, Arrowhead. KKHI saves you money off parking, pregame passes, seats, anything at ticketsforless.com. Promo code KKHI. And our friends over at Fry Orthodontics. 14 locations to conveniently serve you. Fry Orthodontics. Your smile is just the start. They'll deliver that perfect, confident smile for life at Fry Orthodontics. For a consultation free, log on to fryorthodontics.com or call the location near you and schedule that appointment. Going to be a great weekend of football. Looking forward to it. we got KUK State Saturday night, season on the line for the Cats. It doesn't look like KU really has a chance to make the Big 12 title game. K-State season is on the line in this one in a tough road test against Kansas. I think Jason Bean will start in this thing. I'm with Lee. I like Missouri absolutely rolling the Florida Gators. I think they're going to run it up on the scoreboard and run up a whole bunch of points on those Gators. And I do like the Chiefs on Monday night. You know, we, we kind of stopped talking about Andy Reid after the bye week. This is another big bye week. I mean, they made the trip to Germany, but it's 15 days between games. That's a big rest up for the Chiefs, which is a pretty cool deal. So I'll take the Chiefs over the Eagles as well. Lee Sterling selections for a recap. He likes Houston in college football to cover the spread, plus seven against Oklahoma State. He'll take the Texas Longhorns rolling in Ames against Iowa State on Saturday evening. K-State minus eight against Kansas is your winner. Missouri Tigers to rattle up the scoreboard against the Florida Gators and win big. Pittsburgh over Cleveland in the NFL. The Chiefs minus two and a half against the Eagles. And if you want his free selections play of the week is Oklahoma BYU. That free selection is a toll-free call, 800-400-9741. And I just realized nobody says toll-free anymore. But that's the number, 800-400-9741 to call Lee Sterling. And he's got seven picks this weekend 
for $17. Jump on it right now today because it includes Friday night action. So jump on it. Seven selections, $17. NFL, college football, UFC, college basketball, NBA, NHL. Seven selections, $17. ParamountSports.com. Our thanks to Lee Sterling for joining us on Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. We hope everybody has a fine weekend. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Woo-hoo!